This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 728 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. Today we have good neighbor Christopher Shiga, his company, Practical Defense Weapons Training. Chris, how you doing? All right, and yourself, Charlie, how you doing? I'm doing terrific. Thanks for being a part of the show. And thanks, by the way, for your service. I know you you have quite a, uh, a background, a career in the service. So I really appreciate everything you've done for the country and continue to do from a protection standpoint, uh, which brings us to practical defense weapons training. Chris, fill us in on your company. So practical defense weapons training is um, it's a training facility. It's not a gun club. It's not a gun range. So my focus is we train the community of Southwest Florida. Um, I travel to people and um, they come to me. So my main focus is training. I'm not trying to be um, gun competition because if I do gun competition, I probably blow it out the waters. But uh, <laughs> um, I'm main focus. I'm main focus on um, training proper training. I started this business in 2020. Um, I provide firearm training services for individuals so that they can use firearms effectively and defend and protect themselves against any threat. Um, I'm also doing um, tactical training. So I'm trying to do live, live real life scenarios. Um, I ask around, I look around, I go to different events. Um, what I'm doing no other gun club, no other indoor range, outdoor range is doing this in the state of Florida. I'm trying to do real life scenarios. Um, man, I, I have a bunch of questions, but but before I get into that, Christopher, let's get into your journey. Tell us a little bit about your background and how you got to where you are now. So I joined the military right out of high school, um, 1990. I decided I wanted to join the military. So I did active duty from 1990 to 96. I got out then came back in in 2001 because I found out the streets is not for me. I'm from East St. Louis, Illinois. So I'm a, it's between gangs and dope dealer. And I've been watching my friends just hmm. go down the wrong path. So I decided to go in. My mom didn't think I was going to do it. And she and found out when I was gone, I wouldn't have no more contacts with her. She said, where you at? I said, I'm in the army. I'm gone. <laughs> so she didn't believe me. <laughs> so I just, and then when I joined, when I joined in 2020, no, 2001, rejoined, I ended up getting deployed. Um, I ended up going with the 3rd Infantry Division, which you see behind me. Most of my career. Mm -hmm. um, so I had three deployments to Iraq. I started Iraq and supposedly ended in Iraq. But of course, we never end wars. Um, while mm -hmm. in the service, I have I acquired a lot of training for as elite training, um, like, inf like infantry, sniper trains, SEER training, which is teach you how to escape, evade, you know, the threat. Um, and then while in the military, I got my degree in criminal justice, associate degree in criminal justice. So upon leaving the military, I decided I wanted to overseas contractor. 
I went to Afghanistan. I wasn't tired of it yet. Um, so after that journey, I, I started working for a roofing company. I used I retired in Georgia, Fort Bend in Georgia, and I came down <laughs> here. I met my wife in Georgia, so I, we moved back here to Florida. She's from Florida, and I decided to start working for a roofing company. The roofing company pays me money. That's what I do now. I'm a um, a warehouse manager. I make good money, but I decide that's I decided after six years with this roofing company, I decided I I want to go back to my roots. Um, this is what I like to do. I like to train. I like I like firearms. Um, so I say, you know what? I'm gonna start up because I couldn't join the sheriff department. I couldn't join the corrections because my PTSD. So I still see the VA about my PTSD, but the 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 therapist is like, you know what? You're comfortable around firearms. That's not your PTSD because you feel like you're home. And that's true. Mm. I feel like I'm home on the range. I even volunteered for another yeah. soldier to get deployed because I feel comfortable there. I, it keeps me on my toes. Um, so... I decided after this roofing this after six years, I said, you know what? I can't do this. I need to do for me. So I want to give back to the community, give back to the community. I started in 2020. And that first year, I trained over 100 people. And it and it's and it's and I'm and I'm still going. I had to take a break. <laughs> I had to take a break and I was burnt out. Wow. It's me, it's me by myself, but I have another trainer i only use them if i have a mass group and i only use them uh-huh. then but i do all the training myself i'm a patient instructor if everybody go to my google reviews you see everything you say chris is very patient chris is very patient i ask people about yeah. you know the, their conceal that they have i say okay you got to conceal where did you go they say i went down a gun range i ain't gonna say no names i went down to the gun range i say so how was the process? Well, we shot the paper one time. Practical defense don't do that. Practical defense go stay there until you learn and get it what I'm trying to teach. So I teach proficiency, effectively, effect, effective um, shooting, and how to proper, um, you know, properly operate the firearm. I even train kids. Mm-hmm. I didn't train the, the children on gun safety. I mean, it's the journey mm-hmm. is going, it's like I've been busy. I got so busy, I, I mean, yeah. I haven't even posted another class yet, and people keep asking me. I'm trying to, I just graduated um, FGCU here. Um, I took an entrepreneurship program um, with FGCU, uh-huh. and, and that was this weekend. That's why I couldn't schedule with you. Um so I did pretty good with that. Yeah. So I'm waiting on the results from that. I had to do a pitch deck. So uh, I think I did pretty good. And they're going to find me for, you know, for more equipment. Wow. Wow. So it sounds like you have uh, big plans uh, for the future. Yeah, I really do. <laughs> I'm trying to take Cecil. Sorry. Yeah. I'm trying to take Cecil yeah. Webb out. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Uh, 
So here's a question for you, the, which I'm sure you, you get or you hear a lot, which is the myths, misconceptions in your world. I mean, there seems to be two clear cut sides in the whole gun thing. And uh, uh, so from where you sit, what, what do you hear? So one of the myths I hear is firearm training course would take forever. It's going to take forever for um, firearm course. Mm. That's not true. That's not that's not true at all. It's dependent on the course you take. Um, it, it's just a couple of hours or a couple of days. So, like one of my courses is a two day course, but I do the I do the um, the PowerPoint the first day. Then we meet at the range the second day. So the PowerPoint is from nine to twelve. The pins. Cause I do hands-on training. I do laser training in the classroom before I do dry fire training before they even go to the live range. A lot of instructors, a lot of ranges don't even do that. I don't, so far I'm the only one that does that in class. So I got a big old computer and I, I let them practice. I watch trigger pools and all that stuff. Um, so a lot of, I found out a lot of instructors don't do that. Then another myth I found out that um, firearm training is just practice. Well, it's not because it's two different. You got training, training which is taught by the instructor, and practice is is some that you learn from the instructor and you do you repeat it repeatedly doing it over and over again. That's practice. That's the difference between the fire and training. So, my fire and training, I have a three step process. So you get to conceal with me. You come back. When you get your license, you got to enhance hands firearm training. That's step two, which is going to get you on, you know, more training, like more accurate shooting, more time with me. I do private sessions, I do group sessions. And then I got the defensive side, which I, I implement drills um, on target. So I have you, I call out a number, you react to that number. You call out that letter, you react to that number. I say up, I say down. It's a whole bunch of stuff that I do. I do. Um, the last myth I heard is force on force training. Force on force training, they say it's just like the real thing. It's not. Force 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 on force training is like uh a vital uh vital category of training. So you can't say force on force is like the real thing because you're not actually getting shot with real bullets. A real <laughs> ammo. Mm -hmm. You're not. It's like. Um, yeah, it's like soft. It's like airsoft. It hurts. So you got airsoft um, uh -huh. pellet, or you got UMI ammunition. It hurts, but it ain't go. It ain't go injure you. So, and we do like the retention training, like you know, protect. You're protecting your your firearm while you're wrestling with a person. That's as a force on force training. So all the mills out there, wow. uh, uh, we can the mills we can do it online and 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 we can get it for forty dollars. Uh, yeah, but I end up seeing you again anyway because that forty dollars only kept you only on the online doing that. But you still got to go to the range, and if you never shot a gun, yeah. and you, your instructor's not there, you're not benefiting the thing, the glory. That's what practice good defense is. I stay with you. I don't care if you don't get the target. If you don't get the target, if you if you don't hit where I'm trying to hit, tell you to hit, and if you don't get, we go stay there all day. 
all day. I had a person stay there all day and get tired. So if you can see my video, so I practice, I practice in a little hole like this. If you can hit in this little hole uh -huh. like this with my dry fire, and then a qualification target is circle six inches. See what the implement I'm okay. if you can hit this, all this is centered. So a lot of people don't yeah. do that. I go through the course and, and all the training. My question then is what happens? Like, do you recommend, you know, just follow up or practicing on a range after that every so often? Or is that so I try is to, a skill that once you have it, you have it? Yeah, I try to do a retention, a retention um program. Um to bring you mm -hmm. back. So I, I try to so after I finished FGCU, I came up with a uh, retention program that I'm gonna start implementing um, badges, certificates like uh, you shot expert or you shot um, sharpshooter. I want to start doing yeah. badges so so they'll come back and say, "Hey, I want to go for the expert." So like my instructor did me when I went up. Um, I'm an NRA instructor. Sorry, I forgot to tell you. I'm an NRA instructor, UCCA instructor, uh, range control officer, private investigation um, graduate. Um, uh, <laughs> so I forgot to mention that. I forgot to mention all that. Um, but my instructor gave, asked me to take the. My instructor asked me to take the um, sharpshooter. Um, test. So I took the sharpshooter test. I got a coin. I got a certificate. I'm rated as um, sharpshooter. So I, I shoot myself. I shoot every other day. I went shooting yesterday. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Speaking of that, then uh, maybe you answered part of the question. But what are you doing for fun outside of the the work, the office there? I shoot. <laughs> I shoot. I train. <laughs> I train more education. Yeah. I train. I train. I train. Um, I do gun, little gunsmith on the side, um, like mountain scopes, zero, um, zero the scopes in, you know, on target. I just did that for a buddy of mine. Mm -hmm. um, I I, I tinkle a little bit, and when I when I go down, I go play the Xbox in the man cave. <laughs> Ah, oh, there we go. Love it, love it. <laughs> are you as good of a shot there as you are in real life? I don't play the Call of Duty, believe it or not. I don't play Call of Duty at all. I don't. I stopped doing that. And it's just too much, and it's not. It's like no. I'm looking yeah, to buy yeah. um, airsoft package guns now and um, start implementing force on force training. Okay. Wow. Wow. How about? Chris, when it comes to a uh, hardship life challenge, what comes to mind a period of time that you were challenged, you got through it, looking back, you could say, hey, I'm better for it, I'm stronger. Uh, okay. So my hardship, I rose above. I had that. Um, being told that I wasn't going to be successful because I'm a minority and that it's very odd for a black firearm instructor to obtain a FFL, which is a federal firearm license. So I overcame that. With my background, I mean, with my background, I don't, I don't, 
I don't have a problem with it. I, I look at them like you trying to bring me down. You try to not encourage me. So I accomplished that and I'm accomplishing more. Um, all that, all that did is make me push through it and stop listening to negativity. Um, I had a guy troll. I had a guy troll me and say, I wish your instructors, I got an email. I wish your instructors stopped teaching because you're taking away from, um, security, security training. I said, no, actually not. Cause before you get some security training, you have to have a concealed carry first and then they take your course. So actually we're helping you. But now when he done that, guess what I'm doing, Charlie? I'm going to be a K instructor and I'm going to take his clients. That's it. <laughs> That's the point blank. I'm going to do it. Now you, you just started a fire that you ain't going to be able to put out. Mm -hmm. I got people. I got people constantly coming to me every day asking for training and emailing me for training. It's, it's crazy. And but you got all these other instructors, they'd rather come to me because of my background. Right, right. Yeah, I could certainly see that. Wow. How about one thing you wish our listeners knew about practical practical defense weapons training? What would that be? We care. We care. We're very patient. Mm -hmm. We don't price gouge you. We give you fair shots. We we um we're I'm going to say it, Charlie. We're not like other gun ranges <laughs> um that you shoot in a bucket or shoot it in paper one time. We take our time patiently and make sure you get it right. Um I don't Believe it or not, my prices is actually fair, and because I supply everything, um, I supply all the ammo, mm -hmm. all the targets, everything, range time, everything, uh, all my trainings, and a lot of people don't do that. So right. we very patient with all our students. I don't call them clients; I call them students, because when they come to me, they're my students. Mm -hmm. And they, when I retain them, they're my students because they're coming back or they refer somebody else. So um, my numbers, my numbers is like crazy after the FGCU. When I was going through the process of FGCU, my numbers are crazy in my warehouse. <laughs> That's what I call it, my warehouse. Um, my acquisition, yeah, my acquisitions, my activations, referrals, all is numbers are crazy right now. Um. So all I want to, all I like to tell, you know, practical defense is not the, not the scammer fire one thing. Uh, we take our time and we, we've been to do big things, big things. Um, right now I'm, I'm trying to find land. I mean, if anybody out there want to give me the land, <laughs> I, I really appreciate it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to buy the land uh, now so I can start doing outdoor training and drawing from the holsters, tactical movements. Um, I got stuff coming from Israel for um, home invasion scenarios. I want to do all this. I have my, my uncle in Tennessee. He's a firearm instructor. So we got five, two firearm instructors in the family. And he's done, he got his own dojo. He, he used to work for Blackwater in um, Afghanistan. So he's coming down. 
and 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 combine with me you know for a training i had to pay for him of course <laughs> yeah wow wow so okay so practical so, defense um, is, is really gonna take over that's what my goal is to take over yeah yeah and all of all my instructors here you go charlie all my instructors are prime military combat soldiers all my instructors are mm-hmm. soldiers, prior soldiers. So at the same time, I'm putting vets back to work. What yeah. they like to do. Yeah. Yeah. What they're good at, what they've been trained for, which, you know, to me, when you're talking about the patience, I mean, yeah, I, I, I've never been through military training. And, but my guess is that obviously those weapons could be the difference between you staying on the planet or disappearing if you're not trained yeah. properly. So right. a lot goes, it's an understatement that there's a lot that goes into that training. And it seems like you've been able to bring that from the military and, and translate that into a situation where, oh my goodness, you know, here's this foreign piece of equipment, the gun that we maybe might use once in our life, but you know, the importance of understanding it, of knowing how to handle it, making sure no one gets hurt. All that is so, so important. And it's uh, it's great to hear your story and, and how you've helped folks and uh, why you've been so successful so quickly. Good for you. I want to, you see that picture behind you? I want them people, I want that guy and that, that wife to learn how to protect yep. each other. Because if a home invasion happens, they're going to go for the man and underestimating the woman. So I need the woman and the man to be to be prepared because yeah. they're gonna go for the man first. And and then the kids the same thing. The kids will learn too. They under it's a lot of carjacking, it's a lot of home invasion that they target. And I, I even come out to people's houses for yeah. um I come out to people's houses for um security analysts, tell you what you need to do to prevent to prevent home invasion. I come in your house and tell you yeah. what what to do for home invasion. I don't have that problem. Everybody know who I am here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet they have your area circled. They're like, okay, stay away from here. <laughs> my, my neighbors say, I'm glad but you that, moved that's across. Also- my neighbors say, I'm glad you moved across the street. I feel comfortable now. <laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> Oh, that's good. That's good. But, but yeah, you know, so, so one of my clients uh, who we actually produce their podcast, International Protective Services, and, and um, they're, they're all over the country. I mean, they, they have offices in Malibu and Albuquerque and, and, you know, big, big, uh, you know, um, what am I trying to say? Cities all over the country. Uh, and they have an office in Naples. And, uh, he talks about, you know, the things that are happening in these communities here. I mean, it, you know, yes, you hear about Southwest Florida is a paradise and all that great stuff. But, you know, there's a lot happening uh, that many of us aren't aware of uh, that uh, I've been kind of uh, my eyes have been open <laughs> my interviews with Aaron. And, and uh, again, you know what, what you're doing to really make sure that if that were hopefully it never does. But we also know the reality of um you know, we're, 
<clears throat> this is unfortunately part of the world now and, and it can happen to anyone. So uh, it's great that you're here to, to help us and guide us. Yeah. So with that said, Christopher, I know we have listeners who want to learn more, want to get in touch. What's the best way for them to do so? They can contact me on practical defense weapons training dot vpweb.com or I'm over I'm on Facebook, I'm on Google, I'm on Twitter, LinkedIn. Um I'm out there, or you can just call me. <laughs> you call me on the number, set up your own appointment. Yeah. You set up your appointment, you can schedule your days. If you want to do a private session, I do that. I stop my class. And, and do the private session. That's what we do. I'd rather do the individual. I'd rather do the individual because I got more time to spend with that individual instead of group. I gotta, I gotta cut down. I gotta cut down. I got one individual at a time. Um, private sessions are the yep. best training you can have. Yeah, yeah, I'll bet. And uh, I want to make sure we get your number out there. Is it 239-314-8125? Is that the best phone number? Yes, sir. Terrific. Email, Terrific. email, well, emails hey, work. Emails work. Okay, practical, go ahead. Um, 20 at yahoo.com. That works even faster. I'm out there. Look at my Google reviews. <laughs> Look at Google reviews. I mean, it's crazy. I mean. I got, I got firearm rentals. I got my own firearms. If you don't have one to train on, I got this, uh, different calibers. Well, Christopher, once again, thank you for being on the show, and uh, we wish you the absolute best going forward there. All right. I want to say to the viewers or, or the listeners, keep calm and carry daily. Think about that one. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com. Or call us at 239-224-4105.